Aloha, people of God. It's your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to the Fully Submitted with Brother Mike podcast. I am your host, Brother Mike, Brother Mike Dillard. Okay, so, man, I hope everybody is blessed today and having a wonderful day. Wherever this message is finding you, bam, there you are. God is good and he is with you all the time. So let's talk about God's goodness here. And before I get into it, and this is going to be a very short message, I believe. I believe this is like a, a 15 minute, a little mini, a little mini message. OK, but the title of this show is Liquidated Blessings. Ooh, I like it. what is that? Liquidated Blessings. What is that? We're going to talk about liquidated blessings today. OK, so we're going to kick it off with a scripture first. Habakkuk. Or is it Habakkuk? I've never known. I think it's Habakkuk. If I'm jacking it up, please forgive me. Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Amen. Okay, so let's talk about the tarry, right? It's talking about a wait. This is something that Christians, man, we mature Christians, baby Christians, you know, we never want to hear the wait, right? We want blessings now. We want our blessings now, right? <laughs> we don't like to hear the word wait. We don't like it in our soul when we have to wait and we're waiting around just waiting. Right now, you know, in your gut, you prayed about something. The Lord, either he talked to you and he told you it's coming, wait, or he didn't say nothing. But you look in the Bible and you see his promises. Right. And you're like, well, I see you doing this other stuff for other people. Like, what about me? You know, what about me? But the thing is this. This is part of the Christian experience. <laughs> There's no way around this, right? This is a part of the mature Christian perspective. The mature Christian already understands, doesn't mean we like it, but we already understand that sometimes we're going to have to wait, right? We're going to have to wait. And many times we're going to have to wait for various reasons. It may be wait because... You know, there's still something that you're going through and growing through, right? There may be some things that you you still need to, you got to grow a little bit, right? Before you're ready for that blessing. So, you know, in those instances, you're just going to have to wait. <laughs> you're going to have to go through what you're going through and walk it out and learn that lesson or whatever it is. But the, what you care about is whether you get it now or not. So basically, you're just going to have to wait. Learn a lesson, walk it out and wait. OK, now there's another set of circumstances where you're going to have to wait. And we, we read about this right in, in the book of Daniel. Right. So there is spiritual activity. We all know that there's a war going on. Right. There is heated spiritual activity going on all over this world. And it's ramping up. Right. Because. The devil's time is growing short. Jesus is coming back, right? He's coming back very soon to get us. The devil knows this. 
he's ramping things up, right? He knows his time is growing short and he's mad. He's mad, right? This being that has existed before time began, right? He knows his time is running out, right? He's angry. It's not going the way he thought it would go when he tried to take over the kingdom of heaven. It's not, it's not working out like that at all for him or the fallen angels that followed him, right? But anyway, I digress. So what we see in the book of Daniel, right? Daniel began to fast and pray and seek the Lord on particular things about his nation, right? And eventually we see that an angel comes and talks to him. And the angel lets him know that, you know, your, your voice was heard on high. Like the moment you started praying, like, you know, your voice was heard. God answered this prayer, right? He sent me. However, you know, the prince of Persia withstood me, right? Now, depending upon what version you read, it might read a little bit different, but that's basically it. So you have this prince, this principality, right? A fallen angel, right? Over this particular region, right? And, you know, this is a powerful enemy spirit. This thing was blocking the blessing from getting from getting to Daniel, right? I mean, the Lord ended up dispatching uh, Michael, the archangel, right? He had to dispatch Michael. <laughs> and then Michael came and helped him. And then, you know, they overcame that thing. And, then, you know, the, the angel was able to get down there to Daniel and talk to him, right? And get him the answer that he was looking for. So many times we have to remember and not just get upset with God like we're, you know, impetulant little children, right? Like, I want, I want, right? No, <laughs> God is God. You prayed. You're, you're not walking in active sin. If you are walking in active sin, you need to repent, okay? <laughs> because then it's a no-brainer, right? Which is the third point. I'm going to come to that in a second, but... If he's really, if you're not walking in active sin and he's released it and you still didn't get it, then that lets you know, okay, there's warring going on, right? The enemy knows that that blessing is coming towards you. It doesn't want you to get those blessings. It doesn't want you to get them. So there's a fight. So what can you do? You can stay prayed up. You can fast. You can walk in obedience, right? And you can definitely make sure you do not get a, a, a bad attitude. Like you're mad at God or something like that, right? Stay the course, focus on what you need to focus on, and keep moving forward. It will get to you eventually, just like it got to Daniel. Now, the other thing is this. Here's another aspect, which I, I alluded on a little bit a second ago. If you're in sin, okay? If you're actively walking in sin, but you're reading the, the, the Bible and you're singing and dancing about the blessings, as I've mentioned many times before in the past, Mm, that's not going to work out too well for you, right? <laughs> You're going to be singing and dancing like I used to be singing and dancing. And all hell was breaking loose for decades in my life. Literally decades. And literally all hell was breaking loose. So, but I was singing and dancing about it, right? But not repenting, okay? When the repentance came, and the Bible says that godly sorrow leads to repentance. So it's not good enough just you crying about it. You crying about it because... You know, you're getting your behind whooped because you was in sin or whatever, right? So, of course, you're crying about it. But it doesn't mean that is godly sorrow. It doesn't mean that you're sorry unto God. Because the scripture says, godly sorrow leads to repentance. You know, and that brings us back to Deuteronomy 28. There's blessings for obedience and there's curses for disobedience, right? Some people say, well, I'm, I'm slowly obedient. 
mm, then you're not obedient. And I, hey, all this stuff I'm telling y'all, I mean, I walk this out also, right? So I'm not like, you know, looking down my my nose at you, right? I was that dude, right? I was slowly obedient. I was disobedient. As they say, slow obedience is no obedience, <laughs> okay? So if you're in active sin, you need to repent. Cry out to God, fast and pray, ask him to help you. Try your very best to not do those things and ask him to help you to understand why you do those things and please heal my heart and God, please help me. If you gotta say it for one year, two year, three year, five years, I literally did it for years. I was actively sinning, but I was asking him to help me and then eventually, you know what? I did get the help I needed. <laughs> I did. All of that time, he's still working on my heart. All of that time, I'm actively sinning. All of that time, I'm crying out to God. All of that time, right? So I, I was sinning. Yes, I was. But at the same time, I'm still reaching out. Please help me, help me, help me, help me, right? That is important. I'm telling y'all the same thing I told my brothers in the prison when I was preaching at the prison. It's like, hey, I'm not, I'm not advocating sin. I'm not telling you to go and sin. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that one, if you are sinning, you need to knock it off. <laughs> you need to stop it. Stop the sin. Uh, the second thing is this. Even before that's all worked out, right? If you, you're trying to figure out how to stop it, if it's something, you know, if it's something that you don't, you don't necessarily, it's in your heart, you don't necessarily know exactly how to not do that thing, you know, then you're going to keep doing it. But while you're doing it, keep crying out to God. You know, keep crying out to God. Like, you know, have mercy on me. I'm a sinner. That's what the scripture was talking about. There was two, you know, there was the Pharisee that was like, you know, I thank you that I'm not like these other sinners, Father. Hmm. Right. And then the other guy comes before the Lord and he's like, you know, God, have mercy on me. You know, I'm, I'm a sinner. Right. He's beating his breast. He knows he's a sinner and he's sorry. He's like, God, please help me. I'm sorry. I'm sinning. Right. And Jesus said, which one of you, which one, which one of the two do you think left justified? Right. But before God, like which one of these two people do you think prayers was answered? Obviously, we know it was the second one. Right. So. That's encouraging you. Again, I'm not telling you to go out and sin it up. I'm not saying that. But if you are sinning actively and you you trying and you figure you feel like, man, I, I, I'm trying. I can't seem I'm trying. I can't seem to stop doing this. Right. Then. OK, try to not do it. But keep crying out to the Lord for help. Keep crying out to him. Right. And he will help you. He will help you. The scripture says. All they that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, right? And the scripture says that if you have the Holy Spirit, you cannot continue to sin. That was one of the few things that used to encourage me so much. I'd see my actions and I'm like, man, I'm doing it again. Man, I'm trying not to do it. You know, God, I start praying and I just remind myself, well, you know, the scripture says, you know, if I have the Holy Spirit, which I knew I had the Holy Spirit, I'm like, well, if I have the Holy Spirit, I cannot continue to sin. So at some point, I'm not going to be sinning. And at some point, I'm not going to be living my life like this because God is hearing me cry out every day. And I'm praying, I'm journaling, I'm fasting, I'm praying. I'm trying, I'm trying. At some point, you know, my heart is going to change and I'm not going to do that. And guess what? I don't do those things anymore, right? It did change. It did. It did happen. So be encouraged, right? Sometimes the wait is about you are in sin and thus you're going to have to wait because those blessings are not coming to you, <laughs> right? They're activated by obedience. So those, those blessings are not coming to you while you walk in an act of sin. 
They ain't coming. Don't hold your breath. Repent. Okay. A another thing where the blessings are on hold is just where you're ta it's, it's, it's being tarried about is, you know, it, it literally just didn't get to you yet. That's it. <laughs> I, 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 you, you know, I made that one post, not a post, but, um, I, I made an episode maybe like two episodes back and it was a short one. And I was explaining how I sent this, uh, Aloha care package full of snacks and goodies and stuff from Hawaii to uh, a business, uh, a business associate of mine in India. I took a picture after I paid for it. I sent her a picture of the, the parcel and I think the receipt also. And I was like, hey, I just sent this to you. They said you'll get it in like six to 10 business days. But then it was almost time. It was almost time for the 10 days. And then she reached out to me. I was like, hey, Mike, did you send it? Just checking, right? And I'm like, uh, yeah, sis, I sent it already. Like, I mean, there's nothing else I could do. I sent it. You know, I, I sent it. I already sent to the picture and everything, right? But there were some blessings that I was waiting on in my life and uh, still waiting on. But, but the Lord had let me know, like, I've already released this thing in the heavens. I've already released it. I was like, oh, that's the exact same thing that I just went through. But now, guess what? She she sent me pictures the other day. I got it, Mike. I got it. Oh, I love the snacks. Yay, right? She's happy she got the snacks. She got it. I was so happy. Not only just that she got the snacks, because, but it reminded me, like, you know what? God said he released these blessings for me in the heavens. It's on the way. Any day now. And then while I was praying today, what occurred to me is like, stop saying any day now, but say any moment now, any moment. And because the Lord is, he is that God, right? The Lord is the God and the master of space and time. He is. The Lord can have, he can have somebody just show up and give you something. He can put something in your account. Something could glitch and you just never know what he's going to do. But literally at any moment, we need to be ready. Like we need to be ready at any moment for his return. Amen. We need to be ready. If we're expecting, he said he sent us a blessing. We need to be on the ready moment by moment. It doesn't mean that you're like, oh, I'm waiting with bated breath. And I, I, I'm just so anxious. I, I just don't know. Is it coming out? Is it coming out? Is it coming? It ain't like that. You know, hey, your master said he sent it. He sent it. Okay. It could be oh, yeah, maybe, maybe this hour, maybe the next. You're walking in an air or a state of expectancy. Okay. That's all that it is. So these are different reasons why your blessing. Uh, oh, and there is one more reason, which thank you, Holy Spirit, which is the title of this little gem here. Right. Liquidated blessings. So with an investment, you know, liquidation, that's an investment term. Right. So I'm not an, a super investment person or nothing like that, but I have a basic understanding. And that's what we need to get this concept. OK. Just a basic understanding. So the basic understanding is this. You have different types of investments. When you want to go get your money out of this, they call it liquidating. They liquidated the investment, right? So um, so if you actually have money in your account, you financial people out there, if I'm actually saying the wrong terms, please forgive me. I believe I'm pretty sure I'm saying the right terms. But if you have money in your account that you can go and take out right now, that's liquid. Or liquidity, right? Like how how easily can you get your money back? That's like a a measure of liquidity, right? So, but but here's the thing: some investments have a different level of liquidity. 
right? So for example, hey, maybe you did like a simple a money market investment, just something simple, right? You you have a, a, a um an equity line of credit with a bank or something like that. You know what? Eh, that's pretty simple to get your money out. In other words, it's easy to liquidate funds. You walk in, you show your ID, you tell them how much you want. If you got credit, if you got money in that credit, here you go, no problem. So literally, it takes you maybe like five, 10 minutes to liquidate that account. Now, what if you have a three, a $30 million home? Because some people do. They have a $30 million home. And they say, yeah, I've got a $30 million home. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. But how quickly can you get that money out of the home? So either you're going to sell it or you're going to do some type of equity line of credit or equity loan on that house to tap into the equity in the house and, and get money out to use it. You understand what I'm saying, right? So something like that, that is not a quick thing. It takes time to liquidate that type of an investment. It, and it doesn't mean that you don't have it. So if you have a $30 million home, literally, it's like you have $30 million in the bank. Or at least $23 million. You know, I don't know how much equity you could get out of it, but you understand what I'm saying, right? You, it's like you have money. You're sitting in a bank. You just have to liquidate it. You have to convert or transform the money that is the value that is in that house into cash that you can spend. That's liquidating it, right? And again, so the example is, there are blessings that God has given you. Some blessings are very simple to liquidate. It's very simple, right? You might actually get the answer in prayer the very next day, maybe the same day. You might see it. Some might, it might take weeks or months. Some blessings, it takes years, years, right? It all depends on the level of liquidation for that particular blessing. So I just wanted to encourage you. This just came to me while I was making breakfast. My breakfast burritos. I'm now a vegan. I have made the decision to be a vegan and stop eating genetically modified meat. Yuck. Sorry for those of you that are still eating it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So while I was making breakfast, that occurred to me. And so I'm like, you know what? I am going to make a very quick message and just encourage the body of Christ. Be encouraged, right? Sometimes it is just that. Some blessings require a little bit longer to liquidate than others. It doesn't mean that the Lord forgot about you. It doesn't mean that he's mad at you. It doesn't mean like he's like, you know, no, I'm not going to give you the blessings. It doesn't mean that at all, right? It doesn't mean that at all. So please remember, be encouraged. There are different reasons why a blessing would tarry, why it would take a little bit longer for you to get a blessing, right? And so I would encourage you to even, you know, come back to this lesson again and again and again as you're waiting, right? Because these really are all the reasons why, why you know, a blessing would tarry, right? So anyway, again, if you, if you use this, if you put it to use your mindset, I know this is going to help you. Why? Because it helped me. I had to walk through all of that stuff. I didn't have to be disobedient, but I was. And thus, I ended up learning everything the hard way. But I did learn it. And now I can come on and share these things with you all. Okay? So uh, that's it. I love you with the love of the Lord. And please remember, right? Please remember, submit yourself unto God. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time. 
Aloha and be blessed.